7.44 at 95.3 WBEV. Our Packers guy, Jason Wildy, brought to you by the Bayside Supper Club. I know Sherry and Larry may be going there tonight for a good meal or else going to Columbus Family Dental to get dual root canals. Either way, they both bring us... Our Packers guy, Jason Wildy, Fridays on 95.3 WBEV. Good morning, Jason. How are you? Good morning, everyone. The real question is, how's Lenny doing? Lenny is great. He's rather fond of you referring to him as Lenny. Um, so I think we should keep going with that. <laughs> are you squiggy then? And Wade, nothing says romance more than dual root canals. Well, you know, Columbus Family Dental and Bayside Supper Club. How about a, how about a uh, filet mignon or a... I love a good filet mignon. Right. That's good. Jason, uh, big day for you. First day of school for your kids today, huh? Yeah, so their school does a... Uh, I, I kind of like it how they, it's a soft launch to the school year. So half the school uh, goes to school yesterday, and then those kids have today off while the second half. And since we're at the back end of the alphabet, we, uh, we're we on day two. So, yes, they're off to school today, and then they got the nice long weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then... School begins in earnest on Tuesday, just as the preparations for the Chicago Bears begin in earnest as well. So, okay, roster cuts were made, obviously, and they got set their they set their initial roster on Tuesday. So then you kind of have now you have like this week and a half now where you're uh, for a guy like you. What are you looking for for the Packers, or what's kind of happening, especially in these three four days between when they get officially ready for Bears preparation? Yeah, nothing. Wait, nothing's happening. Uh, players are off today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Uh, they'll have a practice on Monday. So uh, despite the holiday, they will be working on Labor Day. Uh, then I think they'll have Tuesday then off again. And then the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday preparation is when they get into their meat of their preparation for the Bears. So They've got, you know, I was talking to Bakhtiari yesterday in the locker room, and in the middle of it, he said, hold on a second, and he shouted for Luke Musgrave and said, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, why, why don't I take you golfing? So that's the kind of stuff they're going to do. I'm guessing that uh, A.J. Dillon's in-laws will be uh, hosting uh, some players again like they did over Memorial Day weekend, and Guys will get a few days to, to kind of relax before the, the calm before the storm, if you will. Now, there are a couple of guys that will not be having fun this weekend. Okay. Uh, ben Sims, uh, Zane Anderson, uh, they picked up another guy yesterday. I mean, there's guys that need to learn the playbook that just got here. So uh, the players that were not in camp with them and are starting fresh with the Packers this week, uh, those guys are going to spend these three days kind of holed up in their hotel rooms learning the playbooks. So the initial cuts in, in roster set that they made, obviously Pat O'Donnell, the, punt, the veteran punter, got cut. But I'm not going to say that was a stunning move because the you know Whelan, the, the Irishman, was he, was he was kind of a unique cat and he was he was doing his gig. But anything, any any anything, any eyebrows raised from you after what happened with the 53 on on Tuesday? Yeah, a, a couple of really mild eyebrow raises. You're right about Pat O'Donnell. In fact, you know, the first day or two of training camp, I went up to him because I really like Pat. He's a really good dude. And I went up to him and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm glad you're here. And he said, well, what do you mean? You didn't think I was going to be here? I said, well, look, uh, they're, 
they're cutting everybody that or trading or not re-signing anybody who's turned 30. And I said, you're the oldest guy here. They said, what, are you trying to get rid of me? I said, no, I'm not trying to get rid of you, but Goody might be. <laughs> uh, and then, lo and behold, a month later, that's exactly what happened. And so, um, yeah, they think Daniel Whelan, the Irishman, uh, who does not have an Irish accent, by the way, really disappointing. <laughs> and I asked him about this. So he was born in Dublin. He uh, grew up in Ireland when he was 13. I think his parents divorced. And his mother came uh, to America. Uh, and so they lived in California. And so I had talked to him briefly earlier in camp. But then the other day I talked to him for a more extended period. And I, w- I was like, look, I have to ask. You're born in Ireland? Yeah. 13 is when you moved to America? Yeah. So, so he's like 22 now. I'm like, well, what happened to the Irish accent? He's like, I lost it. And I... I want it back so badly. Like I don't know if it, you know, I don't know if it works with the ladies or what exactly he wants it back for. Just it sounds cool, but uh, he's he's legitimately disappointed, as was I, that he doesn't talk like you know the Lucky Charms leprechaun or something. I so, do. I do think it would work with the ladies. Uh, is that is does Lenny have an Irish accent? He doesn't. He doesn't need one, but I'm just saying, in general, I think the ladies love a good accent. Well, uh, yeah, I I like a good good accent too. So I'm on I'm on that team. But anyway, so his, that was not a surprise to me, Wade. The couple surprises I thought that there were, um, I thought it was surprising that they kept Emmanuel Wilson, the running back from Fort Valley State Division Two school. Um, he led the NFL in rushing in the preseason. But that doesn't necessarily mean much. Uh, and we have been told and emphasized that the third running back has to play special teams and has to be a good blocker. And I don't think Emmanuel Wilson is either of those things at this point. So that went against what both Goody and LaFleur had said about that position. Now, they got Patrick Taylor back on the practice squad. And I would not be surprised if in Chicago on September 10th, uh, Eugene Wilson is inactive for the game, but they call up Patrick Taylor from the practice squad, and he ends up playing in the game. Okay, so that's one surprise. The other one that surprised me was after they made the initial 53, then they released two guys who had made the team to make room for the two guys they claimed, and one of them was Tariq Carpenter, who, you know, Rich Passaccia went and visited him in Atlanta this offseason. Like, they were so invested in him as being, like, a crucial piece of their special teams units. And so they released him. I'm assuming they were going to try and get him back on the practice squad. And he went and signed with the Steelers. He was like, screw you guys. I don't, I don't, I'm going to go play somewhere else then. So I think that might, that may, I don't know for certain, but that may have backfired on them. But when they needed to create room for these two guys they picked up on waivers, uh, I was not expecting Tariq Carpenter to be one of the guys they cut. Okay, Is that one of the things where maybe Goody doing that on his own? and just Even like with Wilson, is, is Wilson also kind of a thing where maybe they thought, okay, we, we cut him, he might end up somewhere else, and but Patrick Taylor, maybe we can bring him back on the practice squad? Was that kind of a just trying to kind of roll the dice there, and that one maybe they won, and the other, way they, the other guy they didn't? Yeah, I think... Look, I think Rich Passaccia has a ton of input on personnel now, probably more than Matt LaFleur does, <laughs> frankly. 
So uh, whatever they did special teams-wise, I don't know. Maybe he just really didn't like Carpenter. I, I don't know the answer to that part of it. As far as the Wilson thing, I do think that, you know, he had some plays what, that would get the rest of the league's attention. So you're probably right about that, whereas Patrick Taylor, you know, while they really like him, especially on special teams, you know, there's, what, 800 and some players who are released, uh, and 2, 2% of them are claimed by another team. So the likelihood of most of your guys getting through waivers and you still can keep them on the practice squad is pretty high. But I'm guessing that Wilson, with an ADR touchdown run against the Bengals, there's probably teams that would have put a claim in on him had they cut him, yes. Talking with Jason Wildey, our Packers guy on 95.3 WBEV, brought to you by Columbus Family Dental in the Bayside Supper Club. Uh, 9 to noon today, Wildey and Tausch over on 1430 ESPN. Is Tausch going to be there today? He is. In fact, uh, he was at the Packers Hall of Fame induction last night here in Green Bay. And so he is in Green Bay, and I am in Green Bay, and Jesse is in Green Bay for a bachelor party. Uh-oh. Oh man! And yet, none none of us are going to be together. Uh, I have we have some uh, work being done at our house today, so I have to stay home. So I will be from my house. Tausch will be some undisclosed location near Lambeau Field, and I don't really care where Jesse is because once again, he's not working. So Sherry Lenny invited Jesse to his bachelor party, and not me. Well, I mean, yeah, you harass <laughs> Lenny a lot on the air. Okay. <laughs> We're, are we at the bachelor party stage already? No. Wade's just giving That's me what the crap. rumors are around town, that they're already, oh gosh, already engaged. No. It's been like four months. No, the rumor is, yes, that we've gotten engaged, and the rumor was started by Wade. Well, one of our colleagues, Jason, was at the local Piggly Wiggly, and uh, he heard two people talking about Sherry's engagement. <laughs> yeah, because Wade <laughs> talks about it on the air, the non-existent engagement. Were they were they peop- were they like two dudes that were disappointed that she was off the market, or who who did you overhear? Who was overheard having this conversation? I think it was two women. Dan from the Marshall Medical Center, Beaver Dam, said two women, and were just talking about the radio stations for some reason. Said, "Yeah, gee, Sherry's already engaged to this guy she met like two months ago." <laughs> I'm not, to be clear. Uh, uh, all right, but you, but you would say you're trending that direction. I would say that we are very happy in the direction we are headed right now. <sighs> Things are Is going well. Willing, it, does he has the has the L word been used? Oh, that's a big question. Uh-oh. I think we're going down the road we can't go right now, okay? We can't go down I'm a reporter. This is what I do remember. So, so uh, I... Hey, yes, let's go. Uh, so, Jason, I really loved uh, talking to Jordy Nelson and Josh Sitton when they were in the Packers locker room. It was a great event last night, wasn't it? Two of the, two of the guys that, you know, integral roles in, I guess, the uh, uh, in the last 20 years of Packer football. That was one hell of a segue. Yes. You are a professional radio announcer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sherry's my boss now, so I got to make sure I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, she doesn't supervise me, so I was, I was not going to give up on that. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Jordy Nelson, uh, Josh Sitton, they were uh, cornerstone players for that Super Bowl team and beyond. But uh, I, one of my biggest pet peeves about the annual induction ceremony is that we're not allowed to attend it as reporters. Really? Yeah. 
so we had a press conference with each of them at about 4 o'clock, which I enjoyed. It was great to see them. Uh, it was great to see James Campen, who is the uh, offensive line coach now for Carolina, but was obviously here in Green Bay for like 17 years. Great. Loved the guy. Um, and so it was great to see all those guys. Uh, but it would have been nice to see the actual induction. I've only attended it once, uh, and that was when Tausch went in, and Paula and I were actually invited as guests. Um, when Chewy went in, our teammate, um, Bill Johnson took the last available ticket, so I did not get to see Chewy go into the Packers oh. Hall of Fame. Um, when Favre came back to present... Uh, Frank Winters during that ridiculous summer of 2008, I had to sit outside and watch it on a closed-circuit TV outside of a TV truck uh, and see what Favre said in his presentation remarks. So, yes, Wait, why did you great. have to do that? You couldn't get in? Yeah, they don't allow you. They were not allowed to attend it. Um, I could buy a ticket, but I'm not uh, Got I'm on it. a limited. I'm on a limited income here. Now I'm looking. You know, if there's some more, you know, partnerships to be had in Beaver Dam, maybe you know, maybe I'll be able to afford to go next year. But the bottom line is, is that it's a great event. If you do get to go, if you do buy a ticket, it's it's well worth it. Uh, lots of crying, lots of emotion, um, and lots of guys that uh, are obviously very deserving. And it is. I will admit, it has gotten to a point now, though, over the last you know, 10-plus years, where the guys that go into the hall are all guys that I covered the entirety of their careers, and that makes you feel really old. It does. Did you ever make a trip to the farm for Jordy Nelson? I never did. I went to the farm in uh, Sturgeon Bay, which is great. You get to, like, feed goats with little baby uh, milk bottles and stuff. Great, great place. The farm in, uh, oh. in Sturgeon Bay. But you never got to go down to Kansas and stick your hand uh, where it shouldn't be stuck, like I know a few of reporters have done over the years. Yeah, no, I, I, I try to keep my hands where they belong. All right, Jason, anything else uh, we need to know about the Packers before we uh, really get into it next week with the uh, Packers going to Green Bay? It prevented me from saying, just like Lenny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, we got we got we got plenty of time to talk uh, next Friday before the actual game. These guys are going to enjoy a few days off and. Um, I, I cannot. I will just say this: I have I've done this for a really long time now. This is season number twenty-eight for me, and I have never been more intrigued and fascinated and curious, and frankly uncertain about what lies ahead. You know, I've picked them to go six and eleven. I can see a path to you know seven and ten, eight and nine, uh, if they manage to be this year's Seattle Seahawks who last year traded away their franchise quarterback, still managed to win nine games and make the playoffs, I think that will be a hugely successful season. Um, I don't think that's what's going to occur, but I can't wait to find out all of us together. Well, Jason, you're kind of the voice of reason on, you know, will the intelligence to Packer fans. Some Packer fans are mad at you for saying they're not going to go 17-0, and right, this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to pick them to go 16-1, and but uh, I chose not to. Hey, Appreciate all you do. Enjoy. Do you have to pick up your kids in the first day of school here? In the Are you the guy that waits in the parking lot for them? I'm definitely going to do that today. So Paula took them to school because, frankly, I, I knew I had Jen, Gabe, and Chewy and this show to do. So 
I wasn't even going to be really saying goodbye. I'd been like hitting mute on my phone and saying, "Okay, bye. I got to go back to the radio now." <laughs> oh, so uh, I passed on the drop off, but I will definitely be there for pickup. That, goodbyes and hugs and kisses would have fully been acceptable on, on our show. Yeah. So you wouldn't have uh, even had to mute. Buddy does too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jason, we'll let you go and uh, appreciate all you do, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you. I guess about an hour on uh, Wildey and Tausch on fourteen thirty ESPN. Indeed, you will. All right, everybody, take care. Be good. You See too. You. See you later, Jason Wildey, our Packers guy. Brought to you by Columbus Family Dental and the Bayside Supper Club. Again, get over there tonight because they have. Uh, it's a great time, great way to get your Labor Day weekend going. Sherry, Lenny, well, Lenny or Larry, not know what to call him anymore. Uh, Larry will would. Got to get there and got to get a steak from the from the Bayside. Yeah, we won't be in town tonight, but sometime soon. All right. Uh, it's 8 o'clock at 95.3 WBEV.